Music is a wonderland filled with possibilities, opportunities, and delight. All of these wonderful aspects of the music world can leave you to wonder, how can I music? It's time to stop wondering and wandering and ask me why. Ask me what? Ask me how to music. Hi, I'm your host, Dave Goodrich. Welcome to Ask Dave How to Music. In this episode, entitled How to Buy an Acoustic Guitar, I'll address one of the most common concerns I receive as a music coach. Purchasing a new guitar can be a daunting task, and it's my hope that by the end of this episode, you'll feel confident in your ability to choose the perfect guitar to meet your needs. Whether you're starting fresh with your first guitar or buying that 12th guitar that completes your array of acoustic guitar sounds, getting the right guitar can affect how quickly you learn and how successful you are at expressing yourself as a guitarist. In this episode, we explore some questions that will help you make the right choice for the guitarist that you are right now and for the guitarist you will become. Question number one. How much to spend? What's in your wallet is an important factor in choosing your next instrument. Acoustic guitars sometimes come with that old saying, you get what you pay for. However, I've played $10,000 guitars that, eh, didn't really move me to play for more than a few minutes. And I've played $25 guitars that have inspired me to write fresh songs and noodle for hours at a time. I bought my Martin D35 new for $600, which seemed like so much at the time when I was studying, performing, and writing music in Northern California. I must have played 50 or 60 guitars to find the guitar love of my life. Although imperfect, there was something about that guitar that said, I'm the one. It's right here next to me as I speak, and it's as enjoyable now to play as it was when I first got it. It's helped me write tunes that have gone around the world. It's been a real comfort throughout my life. A new Martin D35 now lists for around $3,400. The ability to retain its value is an important factor in your guitar purchase. Certain guitar brands hold and can accrue value, while others lose value once they are purchased. I've got a friend who deals in vintage guitars that can command $50,000 that originally cost a fraction of that. If the guitar has been used by an iconic player, the price can skyrocket. David Gilmore of Pink Floyd fame had a delightful-sounding black Fender Stratocaster that sold for just shy of $4 million to Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ayersay. Case was not included. He also bought David's Martin D35 for $1,095,000. That's a billionaire with some good taste in guitars. With new guitars, you can find really well-made and good-sounding models that are competitors to the big-priced guitars, but way cheaper. You have to know what quality is, however. There can be something that's playable in just about every budget, but you've got to know what you want, what is playable for you, and what satisfies you sonically. If you are a beginner... You can use the help of a music teacher, coach, 
or your favorite neighborhood guitar guru to help you match your needs. And yes, guitar stores can be a place to gain knowledge and important information as well. Question number two, what's my body shape and size? I know it seems a bit personal, but we're not only talking about your body size and shape, but a potential guitar's body shape and size. Guitar players, of course, come in many different shapes, and so do acoustic guitars. And like people, each guitar offers unique characteristics and tonal qualities because of size and shape. Even within specific model numbers, within specific brands, the sound and playability can differ, and sometimes pretty drastically. Dreadnought, Concert, Jumbo, and Auditorium guitar body sizes are most common in acoustic guitars. And within these body types, you may find variations that affect your comfort and playability. They also affect sound qualities, such as acoustic loudness, timbre, and frequency spectrum. Also, it's important to know that fretboards can vary in width and necks vary in shape and contour. It's really crucial that you get what works best for you in a neck and fingerboard. That's the place where the fingers and hand need to work really efficiently and with ease. You may also want to consider a cutaway body style that will allow more access to higher notes on the fingerboard. If you are a pint-sized guitar player, there are options of half-sized or three-quarter-sized guitars that make guitar playing more manageable for your body, hand, and finger size. Don't forget, there are left- and right-handed guitars. There's a lot to go through, but once you've found what's right for you, and if you treat that guitar well, you can go for years, even a lifetime, enjoying it. Question number three. What's my favorite tree? Not all trees are the same, right? When used to create guitars, different woods create different sound qualities due to molecular structure, density, and other scientific stuff. Mahogany, spruce, cedar, and rosewood are some of the most common tone woods used in acoustic guitars. Mahogany brings warmth. Spruce provides clarity. Cedar gives a balanced tone, and rosewood offers a rich and resonant sound. You'll find more exotic woods, and aged or even reclaimed woods can bring interesting qualities to a guitar created by a talented luthier. In some acoustic guitars, the wood is plied or veneered, which definitely affects the sound characteristics. There are guitars made with synthetic materials as well. You'll need to get out there and play various guitars with differing woods to see what tree you would like to climb to the top with. Got a favorite recording artist who plays that guitar that sounds like gold? Learn about that guitar. Question number four. What's my string? Changing strings on your guitar can feel as different as putting on a pair of boots after wearing slippers. Strings can form the sound and alter the playability of a guitar. They make bronze and steel or nylon strings. Nylon strings are used for more classical style guitars, although there are modern style guitars using specially formulated nylon strings. The creepy fact is that before the use of nylon strings on classical guitars, catgut was used for strings. Catgut 
which consists of long, strong collagen fibers, is usually made from the intestines of cow, sheep, pig, or even horse. Yuck. Fortunately, it is believed that cats were not used because of their small size. Please don't make use of our kitties this way. Steel strings produce a bright, crisp sound that works for various genres, while nylon strings are easy on the fingers and are ideal for classical and fingerstyle playing. They have a more rounded sound. You will also need to find the right gauge of strings for you. Lighter gauges are easy to play, but will break more frequently, particularly if you're a percussive player, while heavier gauges give you a fuller tone but are harder to play and require more finger strength. Also, know that new guitars don't always come with the freshest or best strings. You may wish to change strings, and if you change the gauge of your strings, it may be that you will need to have the guitar set up specifically for the gauge of that set of strings. Question number five. It's electric? If you play out or record frequently like I do, You'll want to consider an acoustic electric guitar that allows you to plug into an amp or a PA system so that it could be heard in larger venue settings without being mic'd and risking feedback. A guitar that has been designed and built as an acoustic electric guitar usually has a piezo pickup or a series of pickups per string mounted under the bridge. These pickups transfer the vibration of the strings into an electric signal. Some guitars use both a piezo pickup and a microphone mounted in the sound hole to pick up the more natural and muted resonance of the guitar. Combining the mic sound with the clarity of the piezo pickup can showcase the broad spectrum of frequencies and timbre that an acoustic guitar may have. Most acoustic electric guitars have a mounted preamp somewhere on the guitar often on the side facing up so that the player can see it and adjust volumes, EQ, and more. Some have onboard tuners. Others have volume and tone controls mounted inside the sound hole. Just like guitars, the electronics on an acoustic electric can vary in quality drastically. It's important to really delve into the functionality of the pickup and preamp of an acoustic electric guitar. Bad electronics can make the best acoustic guitar sound like strings on a trash can. Within models of guitars, some manufacturers will offer various differing electronic options. Again, systems will vary in quality and price. Just research, play, and compare. If you can record the guitar using the electronics directly, you can get a great idea of whether the electronics are good. If you don't want your beautiful acoustic guitar to come with the battery-run electronics, there are pickups that mount in the sound hole. Old school and a very different sound, but it's an option. Question number six. What did they say? With the sometimes marvelous benefits of the World Wide Web, you can find out a lot of gossip about your potential new guitar. Some valid and some not. You can find videos that give you an idea of the recorded sound of the guitar. Look for a commonality in the bulk of the reviews, and you will get a better understanding of the ups and downs and the purposes of the instrument. Again, 
Talk to other guitar players, guitar teachers, and music sales pros to get an idea of what they like. Question number seven. Can I play that one, please? Dive into that marketplace and get your hands and ears on as many acoustic guitars as possible. If you aren't near a city hub or a town that has a reputable music store, there are web retailers that offer return policies so that you can check out that guitar you've researched as being a potential good fit for you. When checking out a guitar in person, you can use this checklist of immediate things to look at when evaluating that guitar. Number one. Look down the neck from the bridge side of the guitar to see if it's bowed or twisted. It should be straight and even. Number two, check the body for any warping, especially around the bridge. Number three, check out each fret of each string to listen for buzzing or rattling when pressed down. It's also good to see if each fret is producing a perfect pitch note by using a tuner and plucking each note on all frets, on all strings. Check for cracks, nicks, scratches, or signs that the guitar has been dropped or damaged in any way. Number five, check each of the tuning machine heads to see if they turn smoothly without fault. Number six, see if the electronics function cleanly by plugging it into an amp or PA. The more you play, ask questions, and listen, the closer you get to that moment when you bring that new guitar home with you and play happily ever after. Of course, with a case, and they vary in price and quality, too. Question number eight. Is it set up? Finally, not all guitars are set up right for the beginner. It's good to have the instrument set up to what you want, and that means the right string action, or distance between fret and strings. It should be to your liking. Also, the intonation should be adjusted if needed. These adjustments should be worked out by a good luthier or guitar tech, if you're not trained to do so yourself. In conclusion, acquiring an acoustic guitar is a momentous decision one that can shape your musical journey for years to come. By defining your budget, exploring different body shapes and sizes, understanding tone woods and strings, seeking expert opinions, and experiencing the guitars firsthand, you can confidently select the perfect instrument that resonates with your soul. Remember, it's not just about the guitar. It's about the beautiful melodies you create and the joy of making music that will accompany you on your musical expedition. So embark on this adventure with enthusiasm and a discerning ear, and let the magic of acoustic guitars enchant you. To never miss an episode, click the subscribe button. Want to ask Dave how to music and possibly have your question answered on a future episode? Email Ask Dave at powersongtribe.media. That's Ask Dave at powersongtribe.media. Include your question and the name you would like us to use in the episode. We look forward to hearing from you. Check us out on the web at askdave.powersongtribe.media. 
presented by Power Song Tribe, a songwriting adventure company.